Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment, everything job of the hut. Uh-oh. That's right, yeah. Java Hama's breakfast this morning. <laughs> good, huh? uh, it's a very good, yeah. Yum. Donna Valentine brings him breakfast every morning. <laughs> uh, I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. It is 8.05. We mm. have a special guest waiting. Uh, I want a torta right now. Do you want a torta? And some pineapple juice. Lex, why oh. Hold on a minute. Now, Lex is going to introduce Wait, our guest. Wait, how are we doing? Uh, how Alex, are we doing? Don't, don't, don't refresh, okay, Lex. Okay, I don't won't refresh. refresh. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, before we... Ele- you killing me, Spigs? I know. Smalls? Ele- whatever. <laughs> Alexis is going to introduce our guest, but hold on a minute. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, I am very excited to tell you that we are at 65537 dollars <gasps> That means we are a mere $300 away from both of our matching sponsors. Who are they, Don, today? Uh, they are uh, Alight and Rebath Minneapolis. In $300. In, in just $300. Yes. Both of those matching funds will have to be activated, which means we get an additional $3,000. So, peeps, Woo. we need $300 donated right now to our website by the time we finish this conversation. Lex, yes, who do we have? Guarantee that. Oh my goodness, that would be so amazing. Okay, I'm happy to... Uh, welcome to our show. As we have many times, especially during the fair, Manny Gonzalez, he is the guy behind Manny's Tortas at Midtown Global Market and at the food building at the fair. Manny, hola! Hola, Alexis! Hola, hola Jason! Hola, Manny! <laughs> How are you guys doing? We're great. How are you doing? Oh, boy. Uh, a lot of things going on. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, Manny, I'll, 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 uh, I'll ask. Even before the uprising, um, I, I think it's no secret uh, the COVID crisis has uh, struck a hard blow to restaurants all across the country, right here in our own backyard. And you were not immune to that, were you, my friend? No, I'm not, Jason. And just to give you an idea, okay, before in normal circumstances, after Christmas, most restaurants are slow, okay? So Mm -hmm. starting January and February, those are the slowest months in a normal circumstance. And then comes March, the COVID-19 pandemic, okay? Yes, yes. So we have to close abruptly. 
you know, the global market, yeah. and then comes April, and then May, you know, the awful death of George Floyd. Oh, man. You know, my prayers go to his family. That was very devastating. And then June, King June, and the destruction on Lake Street, my friend, you know, is like unbelievable. You know, global market was vandalized. It was looted. They broke a lot of windows. And they make a mess and inside a lot of those business. And, um, you know, they, they, they tried to put on fire that building. Mm. And let me tell you, thanks to the security officers that were in there, that were there, and, and the neighbors, there's condos that people live upstairs. You yeah. know, they, they keep the, to prevent that, you know. So, wow. so think about it. Um, January, February, March, April, May, June, six months. Of a struggling, you know, and it's like I, I, I can't even believe, you know, we're still alive. And, uh, oh, and not only that, one more thing. Yeah. The, the stay fair. Yeah. Cancellation right. of a stay fair. That's what I was going to ask you about. So yeah. that, that was a big knockout. So, you know, and, uh, you know, and a personal note, Jason and Alexis, too, you know, I want to, um, you know, my dad died in January 8th. Yeah, he had a heart attack, and uh, you know, so not very good year so far. But you know, but at least we're wow. still here, you know, trying to survive and try to recover. So wow. that's that's where we are right now at this moment. And has um, the neighborhood development center played a big part in helping s stay alive right now? Oh my God! Yeah, Na you know, neighborhood development center has been a fantastic organization, you know, that help a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, to, to do their American dream, you know, and, and I'm included, you know, because they helped me since 1999 where, um, you know, I opened my first location at Mercado Central. So they, they've been a lot of help, you know, they tried to help us, uh, you know, in the mid and global market, they defer payments for rent, obviously for, um, you know, uh, April, May, and they tried to give us uh, <clears throat> guidance how to apply for the loans and the grants that, you know, government is giving us. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, they just been a big supporter. So, you know, I, we really want to thank them for being there because otherwise, you know, I don't know how we're going to survive. So, yeah, yeah, great organization. Manny, you grew up in Mexico City. This is Don, the producer, by the way. Uh, and you oh, moved, hi, hi, you moved to the United States in 1999. You went to culinary no. school. Oh, no. no, 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 no. I moved in 1982. Oh, 92. Okay. So, yeah, so I opened my business in 1999. Okay. All right. And yep. you yep. you grew up in Mexico City. You went to culinary school in Mexico. Can you tell us a little bit about the dream that you had to open a restaurant? Of course. Well, you know, at the beginning, when I finished my school, um, I went to apply to the Sheranto Hotel in Mexico City. Mm -hmm. And they told me that, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't speak English in that time. So they said, well, we need some, you know, you need to speak English. So I went next door. If anybody familiar with Mexico City, next to the Sheraton is the American Embassy. Mm -hmm. So I went over there and asked for, uh, where can I learn English in the United States? So they gave me this book and I saw all the universities and I saw Hamlin University, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Mm -hmm. I saw all these pictures, beautiful pictures, summertime, mm 
course, they never show show you the winter time. So. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I came here in 1982. I went to Hamlin University um, to learn English. I was there for six months. I, my idea was just to come back to Mexico. But what happened? I started meeting people in the restaurant business, you know. And I say, hey, I know how to cook. I know how to do that. And um, from then, I started working in different restaurants, you know. And I, and I never came back. Wow. Yeah. We're so glad to have you here. And we know well, that you're going to you so keep your, your dream alive. And uh, gosh, uh, we're, we're just praying for you. You know, you've had a really, really hard year. And uh, yeah. that's why we're doing this fun is to be there for you. Yeah, and Manny, I really appreciate you. And Manny, I know I can speak for for Lex and uh, and for for me. You've been a good friend of ours and our show oh, for as long back, right, Lex, as we can remember. Um, and uh, when we saw your name on the sheet today to interview, it just hits really close to home because you're a dear friend of ours. And and just know, as we've said to every guest, but it there's a few more heartstrings attached to the words with you. We're going to do everything we can to help you, Manny. I really appreciate it, Jason. You guys are the best, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Manny. You. I want Thank some you. pineapple and I want some. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Urbano, right. Uh, I want a torta. <laughs> you guys are open right now, right? Are you open? We're, we're, we're open now. Yes, oh, we're good. open now. So, so yeah, you guys can come over to the global market. We just reopen it. So, oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. Yep. Guys, yep, yep. go to the global oh, market. Support so Manny over there. Manny, thank you, my friend, for uh, getting up with us. What? Thank you, Jason. I just want to let the, you know, that you're listening to know, you know, we have a, a GoFundMe page on Facebook and many stortas. So if you guys want to, um, you know, donate uh, money, you know, uh, we're going to give some of the portion to the uh, NDC and Mission Global Market too to help uh, other business. Oh, wow. oh fantastic. So, so please uh, uh, donate. Thank you so much, Jason and Alexis. I'm done. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. We'll see we you soon. You. We love you, Manny. I'll see you soon. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye, Manny. Bye. Yep. Wow. I didn't know his father died. Oh, I know. Oh, what a year. Oh. Yeah, and it's not taking away. Uh, you know, we've had great guests, and every every proprietor, yeah, every proprietor that we've spoken to yes. uh, hits close to home. This one, uh, just because of our relationship with Manny, um, yeah. again, Lex, I, I didn't mean to speak for you, but I knew I could on this oh, case. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's he's uh, one of our favorites, and um, wow, I mean, it's not just a, a two punches, a, a punch to the gut, basically every month of this year. And um, it's, yeah, it's been one thing after the other. Yeah, he's the he is the walking personification of that cliche. <laughs> he is he is a he is literally one thing at when it rains it pours, as they say too. And um, so whatever you know, as you're making your donation right now, uh, just think of Manny's story. And as Dawn said, uh, Manny's story is one of many that we're trying to help. So, uh, and that's what the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund is all about. So as you prepare to push us over the edge of our goal, that's who you're helping. You're helping people like Manny. You're helping Manny's family. And you're helping all the employees that Manny uh, gives jobs to. Yes. You know, and it has a ripple effect on all of our communities. So, um, 
Uh, and we just got a donation a few minutes ago. Deborah Ellis, Becky Clifford, um, they're bringing us within a hundred dollars of our <gasps> of our show goal. Oh, I just got the chills. What? Where are we? We right are now, at sixty five thousand six hundred and eighty seven dollars. Oh wow! We need let's just say two hundred dollars more, and we will reach our show goal um, forty five minutes early. Um, yes. And both of our matching funds will kick in. So. Let's do this, people. Morning Rangers, you guys have been great. I mean, you've oh. we, we've asked so much of you over the last seven days, and you've come through. We Always. need we need you to come through just a little bit more. We're almost to the finish line, so thank you guys. Um, it is eight sixteen. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna switch gears when we come back. Uh, a little levity with Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the universe at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. We're going to give you an update on the total for our neighborhood rebuilding fund in just a little bit. Have we reached our show goal? You're going to find out a little bit. So keep those donations coming because we'll give you major shout outs coming up after. Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, friends. It's nice morning. to hear your voices. Good to hear your morning. voice. Um, I do have some sad news to report. This is what's making all the headlines this morning, and this is that Elizabeth Hurley's ex-boyfriend, who uh, was a producer and writer and also the father of her 18-year-old son, Damien, uh, has died by suicide at the age of 55 in L.A. No. So um, it's a very sad story. And, um, you know, the L.A. Fire Department confirming that this is what happened. He was pronounced dead at the scene outside of his office after a fall. And um, what's interesting is that she uh. said that their relationship has been... Um, you know, it's been very tumultuous. And she said she, you know, is choosing now to remember the memories of a sweet, kind man. Um, but he is a millionaire, um, had tons of money. These two got together, had their son, and he had nothing to do with their son. Oh. Um, oh. And they had ended up having, um, they were together for less than two years before she revealed that she was pregnant with his child. She, uh, Elizabeth Hurley, got together with Stephen Bing in 2000 after splitting from Hugh Grant. We all remember that infamous split. Mm -hmm. um, after initially denying that he was the father, a test after Damien was born confirmed that Bing was the biological father. He did contribute to his upbringing biologically. And apparently in recent years, uh, these two had become friends again, Elizabeth Hurley and Steve Bing, and they had kind of maintained more of a cordial relationship uh but he still refused to have anything to do with their son oh. so a complicated oh, wow. person i mean and i think you know that's illustrated by his death as well which is very sad and challenging yeah um but if you see steve bing that's that's the context i mean it's literally the top story on every entertainment oh. website today all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yeah, a name not overly familiar, but obviously his connection to Elizabeth Hurley is... Yeah, and then uh, when you kind of hear that story, you sort of go, oh, man. I mean, and their son Damien is like, 
the, a, a perfect looking human. Yes. Oh, is yeah. he? Yeah. Oh, if yes. you want to be like, let's yeah. draw a person like a man angel. That's <laughs> who you would illustrate. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's not ugly. He's like a <laughs> he's like any sort of model casting agent's dream. Yeah, because ah. he just looks like his look could go any direction. You know, he could be like a chameleon. Oh yeah. yeah oh absolutely. yes. Oh, and I love his long hair. Right. I know. I know. I know. Um, Jimmy Kimmel is uh, making some headlines too now, guys. So he decided to take the summer off with not really an explanation other than just. Things are fine. Everything's fine. I just need a couple of months off. But what's swirling around him is um, a, a real storm of racial trouble. So Jimmy Kimmel admitted to imitating Snoop Dogg for a 1996 Christmas album in which he says a bad word multiple times. And mm. in 2013, he admitted that um again, in an interview with Adam Carolla on the radio. So now Fox News has that interview. And Jimmy Kimmel says, yes, he was imitating Snoop's voice. And then there were some other pretty insensitive things that were said between Jimmy Kimmel and um, and Adam Carolla about you know the types of people that Jimmy Kimmel would imitate and how he would do so. Yeah. So uh, he has also worn blackface in TV skits. Now, Jimmy Fallon has as well. And Jimmy Fallon has apologized for it and said it was just so stupid and he's so sorry. Jimmy Kimmel hasn't made any sort of apology or had any sort of conversation. And so there's a lot of concern over Mm. um, hypocrisy here because Jimmy Kimmel has called out other celebrities for bad behavior involving race relations, but has seemingly yet to take ownership of his own. Um, He has agreed to host the Emmys in September. And so, you know, the speculation, I think, from me is sort of thinking, is this ABC's idea of trying to get out in front of it? Let's give a break. Let's just see what happens with the political climate in a couple of months and then try to bring Jimmy Kimmel back so that this show doesn't completely implode. But I'm finding it surprising uh, that he isn't just addressing yeah, it. Yeah, because Why I get it. he tweeted or anything. Uh, exactly, Lex, because uh, Fallon got in front of it. Right. Um, not in front of it, but Fallon, when it hit that weekend, he addressed it, I think, on social media. And then I think he also addressed it on his broadcast. He um, did, yeah. And, yeah, and not that it went away, but people accepted his apology. Um, and he... You know, it seemed the scandal is not sticking per se. I don't like to use that. It's because it's very serious, but it doesn't. I'm not seeing it in the headline. So he may have come through it. Really, the only way you're seeing it is when it's critical of Jimmy Kimmel and it's just the the opposite right. of Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Has Snoop Dogg said anything about this? I don't think so. Not that I've seen, Lex. That's a good question. I was reading more about it last night and then again this morning, and I haven't heard anything about Snoop Dogg saying anything, which is kind of surprising because he's obviously pretty active on Twitter, too. Oh, yeah, and Instagram, too. Well, yeah. And we have Howard Stern. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I, I love Stern, and he had... Um, he and Fallon, I, I bring him up for a reason, not only because I love Howard, but, you know, he did blackface on a special um, making, yeah. f- well, he did it making fun of Ted Danson doing yes, it and the right. idiotic behavior of Ted Danson. He was, yep. he was lampooning it. Now, look, no one should be doing blackface, but Howard owned it in blunt terms. Howard got on his show 
And he's like, look, y'all trying to make something of this? He goes, it is something. I was dumb. He goes, back then, I would, and this is his words, not me. I don't like this word anymore. He goes, I was insane. I was crazy. I would have done anything to push buttons, and I regret it. I wouldn't do it now. Um, but that's how you, you have to get in front of these types of stories. Yeah. I don't know if this strategy with Jimmy Kimmel is good. There's also an interview with Megan Fox that surfaced in which Megan Fox tells a really creepy story about Michael Bay, uh, their director, when she was very over-sexualized in a Michael Bay film when she was just 15. Jimmy was laughing about it and kind of joking about it and rationalizing Michael Bay's behavior. It's just kind of this one pylon after another, so I think this is definitely going to be one to watch. Elizabeth Reese today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. Our total so far when we return. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Next on Premier Week, the explosive two-hour opener, Dallas. It is their darkest hour. Now his legacy will change their lives in ways no one would ever imagine. It's a new beginning. Yeah, you know me, honey. Always full of surprise. The two-hour season premiere of Dallas, next. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hey now, hey. Hey, don't, hey. Don't be too sad, uh, JR. Bobby comes back in about uh, eight months after that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Jason, <laughs> that was the funeral of Bobby Ewing. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry. Oh, that's right. He came back. He comes back, yeah. And that was the premiere when he's dead. And they're all at the funeral. And JR cries one of three pieces of tears that oh, he ever that had in the show. Yeah, yeah, that's ever, wow. ever. Yeah, he cried. He cried when Bobby died at the hospital. He cried at the funeral. That's where that commercial, when he goes, bye, Bobby, I'll miss you. He was at the grave. Uh, and then uh, he uh, cried when he remarried Sue Ellen. And that was about it. And those are the How only. How did they explain that he came back? Remember, it was a dream. It was a dream. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was okay. all that whole it was year. All a dream. <laughs> yeah, because he. he <laughs> what a great so way. Yeah, oh. they got. Yes. He he made love. He made sweet sweet love <laughs> with <laughs> Pam. Uh, it was. was Apologize for a whole year of bad. Well, no, 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 no. He. Uh, well, no. Right before he died, they made up. They're like, I love you. I love you too. Let's get back together. Um, and I remember Dar. Like screaming, like so happy because they had been separated for about two seasons. Oh, so ev- my mom was like, oh, Bobby and Pam are getting back together. And I remember as a kid looking at my mom going, Mom, he's going to die in this episode. Like we knew he was going to die. Like it was the, yeah. the news had gotten out that Patrick Duffy was going to leave the show. So then they make sweet, sweet love. He wakes up. They're having breakfast. He kisses her goodbye. He goes outside and he's run down by his uh, nutter butter sister-in-law and then he dies in the hospital. So how they explained it was everything, Alexis, from their sleep that night, every <laughs> the, the slumber after their lovemaking, uh-huh. the whole rest of the season, the next season was all a dream, all Victoria Principal's dream. And that's how they wiped that whole year away. Wow. So, yeah. And people were not happy. I was going to say that. They wasted They wasted 32 <laughs> hours of their life because that's how many yep. episodes were in a season back then. So, wow. yeah. Oh, my gosh. 32 episodes. Yeah. 30. On average, wow. on average. Nice. Yeah. On average, 26 to 28. 
But that particular season of Dallas, there were, there were a lot. Yeah, oh. it drives me crazy. Now you get a season of nine episodes, but at yeah. least they're good. Oh, I love it. You I know, love the shorter, the better. You do? Yes. Oh, uh, like with me, I'm addicted to Letter Kenny, and it, it's over in an afternoon. I watch all nine, and now yeah. I have to wait another eight months. Yeah, there is that. I'm kind of with you, Kenny, on this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the length between. You know what I mean? You have to wait a, like a year before another season. At least with network shows, you just had to wait through the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, right. yeah. they ended in May, and then you found out that Bobby was alive in September. Yeah. You know? Eggman was pretty good, though, Jason. I was re-watching a, an I Dream of Genie <laughs> earlier or over the weekend, and... Um, and I realized every single episode, the plot was the same. Oh, it's yeah. The confusion caused by Genie. Uh, yeah. And uh, Hagman's <laughs> comedy was 95% physical. Yeah. Very physical. Always uh, Pratt falls and falling down and tripping. And, and uh, he's really good at the physical uh, comedy. He reminded me of Dick Van Dyke, actually. Yeah. People don't really, you know, people don't think of him that way, but think of his face. I mean, those eyebrows, yeah. Lex. I mean, this thing. Oh, you his, can take a ride yeah. on those babies. It was really yeah. the, the smile. Think of his, <laughs> that's why they called him the, the guy. I mean, Ma- like a plane ride, Don. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought the same thing. And it thing. must have been exhausting, um, mentally exhausting, shooting the same same plot and same episode every Over. single yeah. time. Yeah, because I Dream of G really wasn't known for their... <laughs> no, no, for their, there was no for deep their, thinking there no, whatsoever. No, was, deep plots. No, no, it was not Dr. A, Bellows and uh, the, the two uh, Hagman, Nel, Major Nelson, and who who is his buddy? Uh, Major Nelson and Neely. Uh, yeah. Uh, Major Neely, yeah, I think it's Neely, yeah. so. Yeah. 8.39 is the time, and... Uh, let me. I'm going to give you the total right now, and then I have not refreshed. Jeez. You haven't refreshed. No. Well, don't don't refresh because I have a total. We started the broadcast uh, about two and a half hour, two hours and forty minutes ago, sitting at sixty two thousand seven hundred and something. Okay? Thirty five. Thank you. Sixty two thousand seven hundred and thirty five. Right, Don. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we had a goal of hitting sixty five thousand seven hundred and thirty five. Why, Alexis? Uh, because then we will hit our 3000 mark, which means that our two matching sponsors today will be writing $1,500 checks each, which is amazing, which is a light. Tell <laughs> <laughs> that drummer to chill. Go ahead, Lex. Come on, Keith Moon, calm down. Oh, God, that's good. That's good. Go ahead, Lex. It's a light and rebound mini so again, we were at sixty-two thousand seven hundred and thirty-five at six a.m. Where are we now? We did it. We are at sixty-six thousand one hundred and seventy-four dollars. Isn't that crazy? Amazing. Let's see. I'm going to call B. Arthur and All right. see if we can keep our jobs While today. he does that, okay. I'll just, uh, Terry you. donated $20. Thank you, Amanda, Rosa, Laura, Anonymous with 107, Krista Ooh. with uh, 25. Lisa Flannery has donated 300 yeah. and fi- and 200 today. Earlier, oh. she donated uh, that, and then she da- donated 200 more. Becky... Uh, Deborah, Nicole, Anonymous. Wow. Oh, thank you so much. 
Renee, before that, thank you so much for all your donations in the last hour. B. Arthur, this is uh, Jason, Alexis, Dawn, and Kenny, otherwise known as your least favorite show. Uh, we're calling to tell you that we are at 66,174. No, 224. 224. Alexis said uh, we just got more. So um, do we get like a gold star or a silver star or something? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Bye. Don't put a hex on us. Uh, that's or don't put a spell. Yeah, that's our... <laughs> The acronym for our name spells jacked, by the way. Oh, jacked. Oh, that's right. Oh, I love that. Jason, Alexis, Kenny, Dawn. Oh, jacked. Well, we are most days. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, that's appropriate. That's very appropriate. (laughs) Um, Okay, so when we return, why nobody wants to name their little girl Karen when we come back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Before Alexis tells us why the name Karen is not real popular right now. Uh, speaking of our show, just want to say thank you. You know, when we look back at the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund months and years from now, um, the, the success of it will really uh, fall on all of you that listen to the show. Thank you so much. You guys have gone above and beyond and helped us push through every single goal we've had. So thank you, guys. I know we ask a lot of you several times a year, but every single time you guys come through, every time. you morning rangers, yep. um, all of you that get up early, um, you guys have the biggest heart. So thank you so much. Um, and once again, you did push us over today's show goal. We're sitting at 66,224, which wow. is bringing us within range of our total 10-day goal of $80,000. Just yeah, unbelievable. And close to 70 grand. Yeah. Which, so. yeah, 80. I mean, we're so close. We're so close. So Wow, and it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. Okay, what's up? the best in the world. It's the truth, Jace. I, uh, I know the reason, but what's, yeah. up with, uh, what's up with the name? Why aren't moms <laughs> wanting to name their babies Karen? Yeah, Karen is canceled. That's why. Yeah. I feel so bad for Karens I who do aren't too. actually Karens. Yes, I like my <laughs> friend, like too. our friend Karen Scullin. I feel like so Karen bad. Karen Scullin. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, she's not a Karen. No. I mean, in the sense that it, they're using it now as a slang term for the overly demanding, entitled middle-aged white woman. Um, and now that name is just uh, becoming toxic. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. there's, I guess, uh, in the last year and decade, Karen, pretty popular name. Mm-hmm. And now, babynames.com is seeing a 75% decrease in popularity. Expectant parents are running for the hills. Oh, fuck. There are no Karens in their baby reveals. <laughs> I, how do you guys... I, Which I, is kind of funny because, real quick, yeah, Karen sorry, is um, a Danish form of Catherine, which means pure. Oh, really? So it's kind of funny to think about it that way, and then that's the name that <laughs> yeah. that's been used. I, you know, I've been challenged on this on Twitter because uh, I, I used it twice within like the last six months or so. And, you know, I, w- I was listening to the to the rational people of like, I know there's some people in my life that think it's name calling and, and, and offensive. And I've really thought about it. Like I backed off. I now like the woman at Costco that <laughs> the woman at Costco. Connie, right? I, well, I just I didn't even name her because I'm like, OK, I don't need to get into Twitter fights. And if I I can just give an observation about this woman without using the term Karen. But uh and, but I do enjoy using it only because I know it will elicit a tweet response 
from my friend Karen Scullin, <laughs> who oh, I love because yeah. I love Scullin so much, and I know that she'll always <laughs> reply <laughs> with a with a funny uh, tweet. But well, well, and now we're hearing Kevin. Because oh. Karen is married to Kevin, so that's the I guess the male version of that. Do you find it offensive, Don McLean? I I just worry about Karens. I do. Yeah. I just think it's a trendy thing that like it's it's done. It's over with. It's like hearing Napoleon Dynamite quotes too much. You're like, okay, yeah, it's not that's not new. You know, like let's move on. Kenny, do you think it's offensive? Do the chickens have large talons? <laughs> Eh, it doesn't bother me, but I don't use it much anymore either. Yeah, you know, it, it's run its course in my world. Yeah, yeah. me too. Same. Maybe that's. And I what... know the Debbies out there don't like Debbie Downer, which was an right. SNL oh, character. Okay, well, I, I'm I sorry. Mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm never gonna stop. Oh, by the way, uh, Napoleon Dynamite's here. Do the chickens have large talons? There we go. Um, oh, really? I didn't know that Debbies were offended by Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had some emails about that saying, please tell people to stop using that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to. Because I, 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 that, that's, that's, look, I'm it's not making, is that what yeah, you're and I'm making, we're making fun of the character, not all Debbies. Now that one, okay, that one gets a half of an eye roll. I, <laughs> You could say the same thing about Karens, too. I mean, it's not, it's just the name that they have picked for someone, you know, who has those characteristics. I think the reason that people get a little bit more up in arms with the Karen than Debbie Downer is Karen is connected to a white woman. It's connected oh, to a race. A, oh. Debbie Downer can be anybody. <laughs> Debbie Debbie yeah. Downer, literally. I think that's why people are more sensitive, or uh, I think that's why women oh, yeah. are more uh, uh, offended by it. The word offended. Debbie Downer, that's why I'm kind of like, okay, you're going to get a little bit of an eye roll because we're, we're making fun of Rachel Dratch's character. But, <laughs> right. um, but no. I, I, look, I'm with Kenny. I think it's had its moment. Um, I'm, I'm just, and again, I'm not looking for more Twitter think fights. I feel there was There'll a be another doll one. named after, there was yeah. a doll named after me. Oh, Ken doll. Ken doll. Ken doll. Well, and I yeah. had Jason Voorhees. Do you think I enjoyed? <laughs> no. I mean, right. other than being called a homo and, and gay boy, um, I spent my entire childhood having idiots come up to me going, where's your hockey mask? Are you going to kill me in the woods? I'm like, <laughs> okay. Keep up with, just, it, with this, yeah, yes. I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're all names. I mean, I'm from Dynasty. You're literally from Dynasty, you know? I, you know, I don't know. And Dawn? Delta Dawn was a flower you got on. And then you <laughs> got, you go. uh, you've got uh, Dawn doll. There was a uh, yep. doll with a big old head. Yeah. It just made worse now because of social media. I'm sure, you know what I mean, all of these names. Oh, Kenny, I didn't even think about you and your Barbie's lover. Well, I, I, aren't they platonic friends, Jason? Well, they don't have, um, they can't have, have parts. Yeah, they don't have parts. He doesn't but. have any parts. Nope. He's like a eunuch. Yeah. Okay. You're a metrosexual eunuch. Which is the opposite of Kenny. Yeah. He's a very manly man. But yeah, I guess, you know, this is, no, as we're talking about this, I... I almost every name has some sort of exactly dung beetle esque, you know, uh, mountain to <laughs> yeah. climb. You know, That's I'm why serious. a baby is so important. You have yeah. to think about all of those things. Yeah, every as words just I literally just had an, an epiphany 
that's an epiphany you have in a mall. That's a, yeah. yeah, that's an epiphany you have in the mall. Um, I had an epiphany, and that is most names have something, uh, some bad connotation. Donna, mm-hmm. let's see, Donna. What? Oh no, all Donnas are good. How about Steve? Steve. Mm. Yeah, no, nothing. No, no bad Steves there. But anyway, yeah. Okay. Well, we learned yeah. something today, yeah. didn't we, friends? Uh, thanks again to everyone that listens to our show for donating. We're not done yet. We have four days to go, and we are going to reach that eighty thousand. I'm telling yes. you. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. If you're being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong, right? Woohoo! That's right. You do you. Have a great Tuesday. We love you so much, and we will talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. It's a beautiful day.